Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 197. And we do not have a Night Vale episode to recap this week, so we thought we would talk about other stuff in the nerd world that's been going on. I have almost caught up with Carnival Row. I still have an episode and a half, so maybe we can uh-huh. talk about that one next time. But what I did finish watching was the full season five of Peaky Blinders. Just finished that mm-hmm. last night. Wow. And what'd you think? <laughs> They're going to leave it there? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think with this show, you just, like with any other show, you kind of wait for like some kind of little bit of resolution at the end of the episode, even if it's a little bit of a cliffhanger. But I don't know, Peaky Blinders just always stops. Yeah, it does. It's just like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, we've got like at least a year before we get another season. Oh, probably. Right? And, and Nathan says that they've got... Uh, like IMDb shows up through season seven or maybe it's season eight. So yeah, they're still going, but um, yeah, I could not believe the developments on that episode. And I'm wondering who exactly ratted Tommy out to stop his assassination because somebody knew what was happening. And I'm thinking it could possibly be Billy, the guy that was like going to sports teams and fixing them on behalf of the blinders. But Finn didn't tell him what the whole plan was, just that there was a plan. So it seemed like Mm. whoever stopped it knew what was going to happen, enough to the point where they could murder poor Abarama. Oh, God, poor Paul. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Polly just cannot have nice things. No, she can't. can't. And that was such a shame, because that was another thing I wanted to mention, that in the episode where he proposed, the gypsy proposal by lantern light while the Black Swan ballet is going on in the background. That was fucking gorgeous. I mean, I loved every bit of that. And now he's dead. You know, her brother had told him and said, oh, yeah, Polly, you know, she wanted to set this up specifically so that she'd propose. And for a bit, I thought it was maybe a ruse. But I guess Polly really did know that he was going to propose and she wanted him to. And that's why they had the party and everything. Yeah, I thought... I thought she was a little ambivalent about the guy, but she didn't look ambivalent. No, she really didn't. And, you know, when Tommy was actually proposing all this to Abarama and saying, yeah, you're going to go ahead and marry her in exchange for this, whatever. And Nathan and I were like, nope, Polly's not going to, she's going to have something to say about that. No, she was fine. No, she was fine. Oh, man. So the only way that this would be a good thing is if he's out of the picture, maybe Alexander Siddig's character can come back? I, I wish. Oh, my God. I haven't even seen anything that he's been in for ages. I mean, is he... Is he... he was a major character in Gotham. Oh, okay, which I never yeah. watched. I also believe he was a pretty prominent character in Game of Thrones. I could be wrong which about I that. Which I also never watched. No, and I, I'd like to say, oh, he had this big part and then he died, but that could describe a whole bunch of characters. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I am really, I really enjoyed the heck out of all that. It's always beautiful. It's always kind of disturbing. The fact that they brought the character of Alfie back from the dead, I think is all kinds of delightful because he's mm. never been in a boring scene. He is just that crazy. Oh, my goodness. And uh, what's his name? Tom Hardy plays him so well. <laughs> he just <laughs> really, really... That whole comment about... Since he came back from the dead, he's now considered a god. They're building a statue to him. He plans to take a pilgrimage to go stand in his own shadow. I'm like, oh, that is all kinds of crazy. Um, 12 months from now, and we'll get to find out more stuff about this. Maybe less. Maybe they'll give us a little bit. I mean, because it comes out in the UK 
a lot sooner than it does over here. So maybe Netflix will like creep up on that time period at some point. I don't know. Maybe. Here's hoping. So what have you been catching up on? I finally finished Stranger Things season three. I don't know why it took me so long to watch that one. And? I liked it. I think... There were a lot of really big spectacle scenes that I thought worked very well. There was a lot of horror and tension moments that were really great. But there were also some humor moments that I don't think worked as well. And I would say that there's one moment, it's either in the last episode or the second to last episode, I would call it unforgivably cheesy. Oh, I really? Just, yeah. And it has to do with someone singing a song. And I think the internet agrees with me at this point. But I was sitting there, and within the first 15 seconds, I'm like, oh, I need to go and freshen up my beer or something. And so I just, <laughs> I mean, it was just really, really dumb. So I don't know. But there was a lot of good moments. I still think first season is absolutely the best. I'm not sure how I would rate this compared to the second season, which I also enjoyed. I might like it just a little bit better than the second season. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Is it because it's finally a storyline that isn't, we've got to save Will? Yes, that is. Yeah, absolutely. That's a (laughs) a big part. But a lot of the effects on the monster were really good, too. I thought that was very creepy. The 80s love is always wonderful. I mean, most of the episode is taking place inside of a mall, and it's the 80s mall like we would remember it, you know, bustling and doing well, neon lights everywhere, very 80s. Yeah, it was... A lot of fun bits in there, but um, yeah, anyway, they left it open for a fourth season, so I guess they're going to do another one, I guess. Do we know what, does it have a time stamp to show what year each one of the seasons is taking place in? I don't think it does. And those kids are definitely getting older, yeah, so they're yeah, not going to be able to, to say, do it forever. They're really milking the 80s nostalgia to good effect in this series, but you know, they can't do that forever. No. Though 90s nostalgia would be interesting to see. But 90s nostalgia, I don't know if it's because I consider myself a bit of an 80s kid, but I don't feel like 90s nostalgia has the same power as 80s. No, um, we actually talked about that, my coworkers and I, one day when we were all bored, and about the fact that the 80s was all like bright colors and flashy design, and the 90s brought in the grunge movement. So it was really... Almost like the 90s was the hangover from the 80s. You can imagine the 90s getting up. Oh, God, what did I do last decade? I'm never wearing neon colors again. (laughs) Oh, God, who put up all these glass bricks all over the place? Oh, my God. (laughs) So still getting into the Halloween swing of things. Tonight, Nathan and I rewatched that old 1930s movie, Freaks. Have you ever seen that? No, I never have. It's fun. It's really weird. I, I read some Wikipedia articles about this movie, and they talked about the fact that it's kind of a genre all to itself. There really isn't anything you compare to it, because it's all actual circus performers. And so, of course, the acting can be kind of spotty, but the story's just so weird. You just go with it. Is that- that the one where they say one of us? Yeah, Google gobble, Google gobble. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Got it. Okay, all right, got it. Um, but I need to just sit down and start watching some more horror movies because I can never get my fill in October. But we had that conversation with Hannah over Facebook Messenger the other day, and you and her were trying to outdo each other with posting like links to scary videos. Oh my god, yes. I wanted to compete, but my god, that one that you shared. I, I'm done. I just, I can't compete with that. <laughs> yeah, if you've never seen Robin Williams' movie One Hour Photo, it's not a great movie. You know, I think it starts to stretch itself out a little bit too much. It's been oh, 15 years since I watched it, and I don't even remember how it ended, but I seem to remember that it wasn't a satisfying ending. But there's this sequence, and you can just 
all you got to do is type it on YouTube, like Robin Williams, one hour photo dream eyes, you know, just put that in there. And it is, it's just a tiny little moment where he's dreaming, but it is so freaking disturbing. And it just, it stuck with me more than anything else of that entire movie. I, it was a visceral reaction that I got when I yeah. watched that. It's like a 38 second clip. And I finished yeah. that. I'm like, I have to watch this again because I was just, I mean, it's horrifying. And I wanted to like watch it a few more times to try to take some of the edge off of it. At the same time, I was so damn impressed. I almost wanted to recapture that first shocking moment of seeing it for the first time. So it's, it does, it's yeah. brilliantly well done for many reasons, I think. But yeah, if you're uncomfortable with scary scenes, don't look that one up. Yeah, if you don't like blood, I wouldn't look that one up. <laughs> Trigger warning for eye trauma. <laughs> yeah, except... except there have been some people commenting on the YouTube video about this that it wasn't actually blood. Oh. That apparently it was more orange looking, and that would possibly mean that it's the developing fluid you get when developing uh, color photographs. I maybe, but I think that's a bit of a reach. Uh, probably, but yeah. that could possibly be people trying to make themselves feel better about that. I think the director mm. or the cinematographer may have said that it was actually blood, but who knows? So it's yeah, either it's way, fine. it's disturbing. It really, and also, oh god, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, do yourself a favor if you want to get yourself freaked out, look it up. Uh, if you don't want to get yourself freaked out, you're fine. You don't need to watch it because <laughs> you're not going to be able to forget it once you've seen it. Yeah, but, and it's not even yeah. all that great of a movie altogether. It's no, just that right. one scene, I think. No. Well, it's kind of like, what was it? The, um, was it 1402? The, the Stephen King movie? Uh, was it 1402 or 1408? 1408, I think. Whatever, it adds up to 13, doesn't it? Or I Yeah, don't it's 1408. Yep. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I've, I've only ever seen clips from that movie, but my favorite is the clip of him and the whole strange surreal thing going on when he's trying to walk outside of the building, you know? Yeah, that pull back from the camera when you see that it's basically the entire side of the building has gone blank except for his window, oh. which is why he hasn't been able to reach another window on the ledge. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That's just like, is it agoraphobic? What's the fear of heights? I can never remember. Oh, I think I agoraphobic is the fear of outside. Yeah, but I, I, can't, I can't remember what the fear of heights is. Yeah, I never really understood that fear myself, but I could understand it from watching that movie. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But then Hannah shared several videos, too, and just little tiny short movies that managed to creep you all the hell out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wonderful. Uh, Selfie, I think, was one of them. Oh, I'd have to look. We'll have to post some links to these little mini videos that she posted, because they're really the kind of, ah, sort of uh, movies, but very short, like a minute and a half. Yeah, I had to do a, a link to the trailer for the movie. I think it's The Nun, which I never saw. The trailer, actually, you would look at the trailer and be like, oh, I bet this movie's dreadful, but it has a jump scare in there that I remember seeing in the theater and almost flinging popcorn everywhere. It just scared the daylights out of me. <laughs> that was really t- I mean, I was, and I was ready for it. I was like, oh, there's going to be a jump scare. There's going to be a jump scare. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> they do. They play off of that. I think they were really like, oh, we know that you think you know where the jump scare is going to come, but you don't. We're just going to do something different here. Really nicely done. Well, speaking of scary stuff, I actually started watching the second season of Legacies again, which is the spinoff of the spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Um, I guess it's fine so far, you know? I feel like it's getting so watered down at this point to have a spinoff of a spinoff. Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing that they had decided to do that 
instead of doing Wayward Sisters, which was the spinoff from Supernatural. And I have never been a big Supernatural fan. And even I'm like, oh, I think I needed a Supernatural spinoff more than I needed a spinoff of a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Mm. Gotta wonder, the original writer for the Vampire Diary books that the series was based on, how much input do you think she's able to give at this late date when we are now like two steps removed from her material? Uh, I'm sure she probably gets some kind of kickback in the way of credit and money and stuff, but I bet they don't talk to her all that much. I bet they didn't talk to her all that much during the Vampire Diaries, to be uh, I don't know. I remember talking to a bunch of people who thought the TV show was way better than the series of books, but... I heard the same. So speaking of Halloween, you got any Halloween plans coming up? Uh, no, uh, actually. Um, hoping that it cools down in North Carolina. It got up to 80 degrees today. This is absolutely unreal. Um, but yeah, got to go out and buy some candy for the trick-or-treaters. I've already got a couple of pumpkins that I will be doing a jack-o'-lantern out of. We shall see how well that works out because I always got to do something different. We're doing a pretty simple costume at work. I don't know whose suggestion this was, but it got voted up, so okay. One of my coworkers' wife has access to a t-shirt printing machine, Mm -hmm. so we all picked a color, and one of our artists on our team designed it, and we're all going to be just wearing t-shirts that have a different Pantone swatch on it, so we're just going as a Pantone color book. Oh, well, that's just clever. See, that is what I love about Halloween costumes that are clever, that you look at it and you go... I get that. I get that obscure. There was, we went to the North Carolina farmer's market restaurant for lunch on Saturday and all of the wait staff was dressed up in costumes and it was obviously stuff that they had chosen. There was a guy that was dressed up as one of a little plastic army men. So he was like entirely in green, like his face was green, all of his clothes were green, everything like that. And he had the gun, whatever it is that he carries, but he had specifically made it so the gun barrel bends upwards at an angle like that which the plastic soldiermen with the guns always did. Always did. I just always it, like, did. And that is something that you wouldn't have realized that you knew until you saw the costume. It was like, I get where that comes from. So That's so I would love awesome. to be able to come up with something clever like that. Oh, man. Last year, probably a week, a week and a half before Halloween last year, an email got sent out and somebody replied all to it and we had a mini reply all apocalypse go on. I mean, it didn't, it probably only lasted for like three hours. Um, it wasn't nearly as devastating as some of them get. I think someone in IT managed to come in and somehow shut it off. I don't know how, but a group of people in Los Angeles at the LA paper, they all came dressed as the reply all apocalypse with several, like they had printouts that they wore that had some of the best responses that had come through. <laughs> And one guy had the shirt on and it said, you know, I'd like to take this opportunity to invite everybody to my Halloween party. He was the one who had actually sent that one out, which, you know, after a while, if you start being clever in a reply all apocalypse, you're just making it worse. But I think he fit that one in pretty early. But I just <laughs> I love that I sort of thing. It. Oh, my God. Haven't oh. seen one of those in a while. You know, my company... I think after one of those happened, they instituted one of those reply all and the little thing pops up saying, are you sure you want to do reply all? They've since yeah. taken that down. I mean, they, they've, oh. I think they had added like two or three little, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you really sure? And I'm sure cooler heads at some point was like, this is more annoying than it's worth. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I will probably be going to this one party I can't remember if it's on Thursday or Friday, but, you know, I don't think the Pantone color swatch would be as much fun if you're, you know, not with a whole bunch of other people wearing the same shirt. So I'm probably going to do a Day of the Dead makeup thing. Oh, very nice. Very cool. 
But I guess that's probably all for the week. Uh, the time this episode drops, it's actually Halloween. So Ooh. happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> timing. So head to pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. Ooh, comic book reviews. The second book in Stefan Sedge's um, series, Harleen, is out as of yesterday. So Awesome. Oh, cool. I have to go into town tomorrow. Yes, I will be making a trip by the comic book store. Um, tomorrow, as in time of this recording, will be Monday. It probably won't be out yet. Oh, rats. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Damn yeah. yeah, I know. Timing, Time is weird. I got to read the review copy. It's good. I liked it. So, it's, you know, <laughs> he's such a great artist. It's amazing. I, God, everything that I've seen of his has just been stunning. All of that and more, pixelatedgeek.com. I guess next week we will have a Night Vale episode to recap, right? Exactly. And if it's like the other Night Vale Halloween episodes, there will probably be no mention to Halloween whatsoever. Nope. That's fine. And, um... <laughs> All that and more pixelated geek. Did I already say all that and more pixelated geek? I can't even remember. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. That was all over the map this week. I don't know.